Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about something that happened to me today. I was just having a regular school day, nothing special. And as teachers will know, the dreaded pop-in observation when you're not really expecting it. And it was like the day before Thanksgiving break. So I was just doing fun activity with the kids. And of course, I was much harder on myself than anybody else could ever be. But I was just like, why this moment did, you know, the principal have to drop in? It's not my most stellar moment. You know, I'm not doing the most exciting thing with them. I was just letting them do a fun activity. We were watching a movie in German because we had just finished a test and I didn't want to start something new towards the end of the hour. So you know how it is when you're harder on yourself than anyone else can be. Because he's already been in to observe several lessons where he's like, oh, you did a great job. But I'm one of those people that still sometimes gets triggered by my own feelings of inadequacy, which is really all it was about. But I had to text my mom, you know, later and vent and I was telling her about what happened. I'm like, oh, I hate that, you know, that happened to be what he walked in to see because it was the day before Thanksgiving break. It's not like, you know, of course I had this awesome lesson plan because we were right at a stopping point. We just tested over the last material. And she was like, you know what? You're fine. You're being too hard on yourself. And so I started, of course, to do what happens sometimes when we just start thinking that we're not enough. And it's so natural for each and every one of us to go to that place, isn't it? That when one thing doesn't go our way, suddenly it means that we're not enough. And that's where I went. That was the place where I went that day. And my mom was the one who like snapped me out of it. She said, you know what? She said, everyone is so proud of you for being there and they're so happy to have you. Don't let this one thing which isn't even a big thing, set you off. She's like, it's not a big deal. And then she said something to me, which is really what inspired my podcast for today. She said to me, your dreams don't expire. She knows that my dream really is to work on my business and for my business to grow and this podcast to grow and to sell my books and to continue writing And it's not like I don't like teaching. That's not it at all. But it's just that it isn't where my heart is in the way that it once was, if that makes sense. And I know that several of you have reached out to me and you've expressed the same thing, that careers that you once thought were amazing and you were so passionate about are no longer careers that you're passionate about. And it isn't because you're bad at your career or because you hate what you do. It's just that you're starting to feel this pull inside you that there's, there's more, there's something more. And that's kind of what I'm feeling right now. And so even though I do like my job, it's not like I don't like my job. I just know that it isn't ultimately my dream goal. Like it isn't where I want to be in, let's say, five years. That's not where I want to be. I know where I want to be and I know what I'm working towards. And my mom knows that too. And she said that to me. She said, your dreams don't expire. And it's so profound and it's true. 
you know, and that's something that I had to keep in mind today of, look, this isn't where you were six months ago, and this isn't where you're going to be six months from now. You can be in a totally different place. This is where you are right now. So be cool and be good with where you are right now because you know where you're going. That's what that meant to me. And she was right. And I feel that way for some of you. I feel that some of you are discouraged right now because you're in a position where you're not where you want to be. So you're feeling like it's going to be too late. And I'm here to tell you that it is never too late and your dreams do not expire. So don't be discouraged by your surroundings. Don't be di- Don't be discouraged by where you are right now because where you are right now is not where you were six months ago and it's not where you're going to be six months from now. You can be in a totally different position in your life months from now. Even it might take a year from now or a couple of years from now. But the point is to never give up on your dreams because our dreams don't die. And they aren't put in our heart for no reason. You know, the universe doesn't put a dream in your heart and then say, you know what, (laughs) you're never going to achieve that. We just put this here to tease you and to taunt you. No, that isn't how it works. But it can be frustrating because we don't always see what's happening behind the scenes. But there is a lot going on behind the scenes. And I'm at a point in my journey where I'm just starting to see all of the things start to unfold for me. And it's all coming together. And I, I've felt that it has been for a long time, but I never actually physically saw the pieces all coming together. I just knew they were because I trusted and I had faith. And that's not to say that I didn't have my moments of doubt where I would question the universe. But in those moments of doubt... What I've realized since then and what I realized today is that when I do that, when I start to go there, I'm just delaying my progress. I'm really, truly blocking my abundance when I do that and delaying my progress because everything is all energy. And if the universe is matching our energy and our energy says, I don't believe it can happen or it's not happening or nothing is happening, then the universe is matching that. But the truth is, things are happening. And I can see that things are happening for me. Things are slowly starting to come in. But all this time, I've been saying to all of my family members, to everyone, anyone who will listen, really, they probably are sick of me and want me to shut up. But I will tell anyone who will listen, like, all these amazing things are going to be happening to me. Like, you just watch. You wait. And my friends and family are like, uh-huh, okay, sure, uh- okay, patting me on the back, like, you just keep thinking that, keep going, but you know, don't quit your day job kind of a thing, right? They look at you like, that's great, but be realistic. And almost treating you, not like you're crazy, but you know, a lot of people get treated as though they're crazy when they have these ideas that seem to the normal average person unattainable. But I absolutely know they're attainable. And when I said I was going to publish a book, my family, they were supportive, but it was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you can publish it yourself. Yeah, sure, you could do that. Like, nobody would want to publish it. And now, you know, it's at the publishers. It's been edited. It's in the final stages. 
And I'm not that I told you so kind of person. But to me, when other people doubt my ability to do something, it just fuels me. It just makes me want to do it and prove them wrong that much more. And of course, I do things for my own self. You know, I want to prove myself too that, hey, you can do this and you've got this. But to me, when other people say, you can't do this, it's like a challenge. For me, it's a challenge and I love a good challenge. And when people tell me I can't do something, I'm going to go out of my way to show you that I can. Not tell you that I can, but I'm going to show you that I can do it. And I've had to do that many times in my life before. So I'm not afraid of a challenge. It doesn't scare me. I love a good challenge. So when you find yourself in that place where you're starting to doubt everything and you're wondering, why did I do this to myself? Why did I want to choose a different path? Why did I... And you can fill in the blank with your own thing. Whatever it is that was your dream that you're starting to doubt because you're just not seeing things happen. Whatever that is for you, and it's different for everyone, it's time for you to stop that attitude. That whole woe is me and I'm the victim attitude. Because that's where I was earlier today. I'm not even going to lie. I will never sit here and tell you that I'm so much better than you and that I do everything perfectly. I don't. I'm human and I have lessons daily and there are lessons, some of them, that I keep repeating and I can really visually see my spirit guides standing around like hitting themselves over the head just like the people in the old V8 commercials like, ah, what is she doing? We already, we already learned this lesson, didn't we? And then they're looking at me like, I guess she didn't because I'm human And your human nature is to fall back into old patterns, to do what was comfortable. But the problem is that a lot of the things we do that are comfortable don't serve us anymore. And I talked yesterday about how you can retrain your brain. And it's so vital that we do that. If we don't want to be continuously stuck in this pattern of thinking that we can't achieve our dreams, we cannot accomplish our goals, then that's exactly what's going to happen. We're going to get stuck in this pit of failure where we can't get out because we just don't see a way out. But what we don't realize is we're the ones keeping ourselves stuck down there. There's a certain tarot card where the woman in the card is blindfolded. And it seems as though she's stuck in this particular situation like she's tied up or something. But her hands are very loosely tied together. And if she would take off the blindfold, which also isn't tied very tightly on her, she would see that she isn't bound there. The only thing keeping her there is herself because she's afraid to move. And if she would just take the first step and remove the blindfold, she would see that Her hands aren't even tied tightly. She could easily get out of that. She could easily take the blindfold off and she could just walk away from that situation. But she doesn't because she's been conditioned to be afraid to move from that position. So she stays where she's comfortable. And a lot of us do that. We're afraid to venture out 
too far past our comfort zone. Because if we do, I don't know. I think, honestly, I think some of us have a fear of being successful. As silly as that sounds, it's a true thing. We're afraid of success. And I think that the reason that some people are afraid of success is because to be successful, that makes you quite powerful. And to be powerful, that comes with a lot of responsibility. And I think that some people are just honestly afraid to be in that position of power. Most of us have lived our whole lives taking orders from other people. It starts with your parents, right? They tell you what to do, how to dress, how to, what you should eat for breakfast. They tell you how to live your life. And then you're supposed to go off and be an adult and do your own things. But for most of us, we end up just going into relationships where we have the same patterns. We have someone who tells us what to do. We go to a job where someone tells us what to do. And we just don't think for ourselves. And we don't know what it is to yield that kind of power where we are responsible for what we do. No one else is telling us what we have to do every day. And I think that that's a little bit scary for some people. Because then who's responsible for everything that happens? You are. We can't play that whole blame game, right? Like, if my business isn't successful, it's the boss's fault. You're the boss. So if it isn't successful, whose fault is that? And that's not a comfortable place to be. Nobody wants to be solely responsible for everything. But that's the truth in life. Even if you have a job where you have a boss, even if you're in a marriage where your spouse is kind, you know, tells wears the pants in the family and tells you what to do, whatever, you're still solely responsible for yourself and your actions. And that's where I think a lot of people want to bury their head and they want to hide their eyes. They don't want to see that. They don't want to see that because it's much easier to play the victim and to not take responsibility for what's happened in your life. And I don't say that with judgment. I say that because I know exactly what I'm talking about. Because I've been there. I've been in a place where everyone else, it was all their fault that I ended up where I ended up. And all I can tell you about that is that I was miserable feeling that way and playing the victim didn't do anything to further me in my life. In fact, probably set me back a little bit. But I know far too many people who would rather be the victim because it's kind of the easy way out. If it's not my fault, I'm not responsible for fixing it. And I'm not responsible for healing the stuff I have to heal or looking at the stuff I don't want to look at. And the truth is that you have to heal it. You have to look at it if you want to stop learning those lessons over and over again. And if you're wanting to move forward in your life and you want to be on your path, I know that many of us were called here to be light workers. And one of the difficult things about that is that people who came here to be light workers, we experienced a very rough beginning in our lives. We had to. We had to go through that 
in order to know how to heal ourselves and to help others heal and to raise the vibration of the collective. If we came into this world like having the best of the best of the best, do you think that we would have any clue how to help people heal? No. What is the best way to work with people and to help people? It is knowing where they've been because you've been there yourself. It is knowing how you pulled yourself up out of the muck and the mire because you had to. And it's knowing what you did to do that so that you can reach in and help someone else pull themselves up out of it. But we can't be a light for others if we can't even pull ourselves out of that place. And to pull yourself up out of that, you have to be able to start healing the stuff that is tough, the stuff you don't want to look at. And I get it. It's painful. It is extremely painful. But it is so necessary. If you don't heal it, that stuff comes back to you. And I always like to say, and I say this in my book too, that it usually comes out when you're drinking and you're with your friends and you've had one drink too many and all of a sudden the floodgates come open and you just start crying and sobbing like, a mess in public, a hot mess, and people just start staring like, what is that person's problem? It's that you try to stuff it down every day and you try to be brave and strong and go about your life and ignore it like it's not there. It doesn't go away. All you do is push it deeper and deeper and the wound just gets more raw. Instead of being healed and scabbing over, it's just like it keeps opening and opening. And then when you get to the place where you're uninhibited because, you know, when you drink, you don't have control over a lot of things, that stuff will come flooding out. And oftentimes that happens in public and it's, it's not fun. And I personally, I'm not describing myself, but I have been in places where I've witnessed this where people are having a bad day and they just keep shoving it down and shoving it down and then they go out and they have a few drinks and all of a sudden like they just have a meltdown right where they are. And that's even more uncomfortable than if you just took the time to heal the stuff because nobody wants to air their stuff in public, but that's what ends up happening. And the other thing that ends up happening is all that stuff that you're not healing is preventing you from moving forward in your life. It's preventing you from realizing your dreams because all the wounding that we don't heal, that's what causes us to feel like we're not enough. We have low self-esteem. It's because something happened to us that caused us to feel as though we weren't worthy, that we aren't good enough, we don't have enough. And it's usually stuff that happened to us when we were growing up. And I'm not blaming parents or anything like that because Lord knows that being a parent is not easy. And those kids did not come with instruction manuals. And I had to take a class on pretty much everything in the book except how to raise the child. I had to take a class on how to change a diaper, on bottle temperature, on you name it, strapping in a car seat. 
But nobody ever said, how do you discipline a child correctly? How do you do this correctly? You did what you knew, what you learned from your parents. So if you have a generation of dysfunction, it keeps going to that next generation until someone decides, no, it stops here. It stops here. And that's honestly what has to happen. So don't feel bad if you have this inner wounding. I don't know anybody. Honestly, I really don't know anybody who got through childhood unscathed. I really don't. Even people who will tell you like, I had such a great childhood and my parents were awesome. They're lying. Their parents might be awesome. It doesn't mean that they never had any bad experiences growing up. Because life is just rough. You don't come here to just be like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. No, we come here to learn lessons and to grow. So there's no way that you're going to come here and not have things happen to you because that's what you signed up for. That's what we all signed up for. So when people try to tell you, I mean, people see on Facebook all the time, like, I am living my best life and I'm just so amazing and we have this amazing house and the marriage is awesome and our three and a half kids are just beautiful and we're models. And you know what? People don't put the bad stuff on Facebook. At least most people don't. So you're comparing only the best highlights of someone's life. And honestly, it's not even always necessarily the truth. It's just what people want you to see. So don't feel bad about having wounding that you need to heal. Because we all do. And until you heal that and you know that you are enough exactly as you are right now, you have enough. That dream that you are hoping to see come to reality, it's still there. It's still achievable. It's still possible. It doesn't have an expiration date. It's just waiting on you to get everything lined up. And with the universe, what that always means to get everything lined up means that you are in alignment. It means that vibrationally, you are in alignment with what you want to manifest. And to make that happen, you got to heal the stuff. You got to do the inner work. There's no way around it. So many people are like, oh, just give me a pill and I'll just do it. Trust me. I mean, I know I have to watch what I eat and exercise and things. I'm not a person who can eat whatever I want and then I never gain weight. And I've never, okay, I think I was that way when I was nine and that was the last time because I'm like five nothing. So anything on my frame is going to look like I've gained weight. So I understand that whole thing. I was definitely of the generation of like, give me a pill I can take to make this go away and to make it better. And you can't. That isn't what's causing it. And that isn't what's going to fix it. What fixes it is healing the things about us that cause us to do the unhealthy things we do. the things that we're missing in ourselves. Because when we have those vices, when we eat too much, when we drink too much, when we shop too much, whatever it is that we do, we procrastinate. It is because there is something missing within us. There's something we have not healed. And usually it always comes down to self-love. It really does. 
It's always about our self-esteem, our self-worth, our self-love, knowing that we're good enough. And not to sound like Stuart Smalley, and I know not everybody's going to get this joke, but you are good enough and you're smart enough. And doggone it, people like you. Okay, it really, truly does come down to self-esteem. And so when I tell you that your dreams do not expire, they do not expire and you can still achieve them. But you have to do the work. You have to do the work and I have to do the work and I'm doing the work and I expect you to do the work. We can't wave a magic wand around you and suddenly all of your dreams come true. And I'm going to put this out there too because I know there are people who are like, I'll just do a love spell or a this spell. I see it all the time on Instagram and on different places where people are like, just pay me 20 bucks and I will do a love spell and you will get the man of your dreams or the woman of your dreams. Or Don't do that. You cannot mess with someone else's free will, number one. Number two, those things aren't going to last because... It's not you doing the work. And again, you're messing with free will. If you want lasting results, you've got to do the work. The universe is saying to you, if you do your part, we're going to back you up 150%. We're behind you. We're doing this. We're with you. And they are. But if you're not seeing it, That says something about you. What's going on? Are you doing the work? And if you are doing the work, remember, manifesting doesn't always happen overnight. There are a lot of things involved in that. They might have to get your clients in order. They may have to create the position that you really want. The man of your dreams or the woman of your dreams may have to get out of a bad relationship that they're in right now. You just don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So have faith, do your part, and know that the universe is fully supporting you. Your dreams do not expire, so don't throw them away. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you today, and I pulled a card from my deck, Divine Whispers. And the card that I pulled for you is Heal Your Past. There are issues from your past that are affecting your current life right now. The universe is asking you to heal your past. If we don't heal from our past, we will bleed all over people who didn't cut us. You have to heal those old emotional wounds if you truly wish to move forward free from emotional baggage. When we carry old wounds, the effects can spill over into current relationships. When you choose to heal your past, you're not only helping free yourself from old burdens, you are also healing generations of family wounds. You are totally recoding your family's DNA. Allow yourself to let the hurt go. Hurt is too heavy to carry. Heal yourself and break free from the chains of your past today. And there's a healing prayer that goes with this card. Dear Archangels Michael and Uriel, the emotional wounds of my past are affecting my life today. Please help me to heal these old wounds so that I may move forward in my life free from emotional baggage. I ask you to cut the energetic cords to any people, situations, or problems from my past. 
allow me to feel lighter and freer. Thank you for helping me heal today. Amen. All right. Well, I hope that you can be free from that heavy baggage because it is so much better when you let that stuff go. You feel so much better. And if you need help from me in letting some of that go and healing any of your old emotional wounding, please, please give me a chance to work with you. I would love to. I love helping people heal. It is my mission and I would love to help you too. So if you would like to work with me, just go to my website, melissaoatman.com. You can check out all of my services. I have a description of what I offer and also the pricing. And when you're ready to book, you can simply get a hold of me through email at melissaoatman77 at gmail.com. You can text me, you can message me on social media, and we can set up your appointment and then also... I can send you an invoice to pay if you want, or you can pay online. Either way is fine. Some people contact me because they're not sure what they need. That's perfectly fine too. I do not mind talking to you and consulting with you to figure out what would be best for you. Please don't hesitate to reach out. If you like this podcast, please share it with others. Please subscribe. That helps others find me. And it supports me and my mission to help others heal. I want to thank you so much for joining me and for being with me. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live on Facebook Mondays at 530 Central, and I also post videos on IGTV on Instagram, so don't forget to follow me there as well. I hope that you guys will have a beautiful day. I am sending you so much love and light, and I hope that you will have an amazing Thanksgiving and enjoy the time with your family and friends. I hope it's a blessed event. I will not be recording a podcast for Thursday or Friday. I'm taking a little time off from that just to be with my family. Uh, I am still booking appointments though. So if you'd like to work with me, I will be booking appointments on Friday. Um, And I have some weekend appointments available so you can contact me if you're looking to book. Have a beautiful holiday and I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.